Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome back to the final episode um, of the Major Arcana series here on Aphrodite's Oracle. My name is Valerie. Thank you so much for clicking on this video today. And uh, I'm excited to uh, pass along uh, the finality of what we've been learning here. So we started with the Fool and we moved through all the different archetypal situations that fostered uh, his spiritual growth. And on this journey, the Fool represents the spiritual initiate and the person that decides to dig deeper than surface level and really find out what's going on inside the mind and the body and the emotional body of themselves and pick apart things and fix and release and offer in uh, new insights and new perspectives and uh, all the while advancing on the spiritual path. And what it really means is coming to the final perspective that we find here with the world card. And we're going to get into what exactly that is. So if you guys are ready, I'm going to start. The fool turns to take the final step along his final path. And he finds to his amusement that he is right back where he started. At the edge of that very same cliff he almost stepped over when he was young and too foolish to look where he was going. But now he sees his position very differently. He thought he could separate body and mind, learn all about one and then learn all about the other. But in the end, it is all about the self, mind and body, past and future, the individual and the world. All are one, including the fool and the mystic, who are both doorways and secrets of the universe. With a knowing smile, the fool takes that last step right off the cliff. And what happens? He soars higher and higher until the whole world is his to see. And there he dances, surrounded by stars, at one with the cosmos, with the universe, with the stars. Ending, in a sense, where he began. Beginning again at the end. The world turns and the fool's journey is complete. So coming to the awareness of unity consciousness. All is one. Unity consciousness, that's what that means. Atonement. At one mint. Uh, key words and phrases of the world card include success, achievement, accomplishment, travel, wholeness, sense of belonging, end of a cycle, desirable outcome, strong desire to contribute, walking your truth, and knowing your calling. And finally, self-awareness. Uh, there is no zodiac sign associated with the world card, however... Uh, the element here is earth, 
obviously it's the world so the earth element is present here and we will get into it a little bit more but all of the fixed signs of the zodiac are present here um and if you take a look at the card and i do recommend using google images for the rider weight uh, rendition of this card um, or if you have your own tarot deck but we'll get into that a little bit more but there is no specific zodiac sign however the element earth rules this so that steady foundational um, grounding energy is here the ruling celestial body of this card is saturn saturn is the scholar planet and it indicates that the querent or the person you're doing the reading for is now an expert in their subject thus it is not like death uh, the end of something but rather it is a change in frequency rising from student to teacher from apprentice to master the querent has finished their first go-round and goes right into another spin as a professional. Crystals associated with this card include hematite, black tourmaline, onyx, snowflake obsidian, and smoky quartz. And if you know what these crystals look like, they all have a very dark um, black uh, look to them. So it's sort of that looking off into um, an inconceivable amount of space. So if you're checking out something in the, in the distance and all you can see is darkness, you, you can't really tell how far it goes. So it's that vast expanse of nothingness where everything exists yet nothing exists and that's kind of the energy of these crystals also they're all very grounding uh that dark um color is a very rich grounding energy just like the earth is mythical figures associated with the world card include brahma and brahma is the creator god in hinduism pan Pan is the Greek god of the wild, nature, and mountains. And he's also associated with sex. And this is because Pan is connected to the season of spring. And spring is associated with all things uh, fertility and new growth. And the last mythical figure associated with this card is Gaia. And Gaia is the ancient Greek goddess who is the personification of the earth. And in a few episodes back, I talked about the sun and the sun was a big part of it was talking about Apollo, the sun god, uh, the Oracle of Delphi. Well, before the temple of Apollo was erected in Delphi, the original uh, place of worship there was a place to worship Gaia. So she was the original mother earth goddess. She is the ancestral mother of all life and the primal mother goddess. The affirmation associated with this card is, I recognize all of my achievements, showing gratitude to all who have helped me along the way. I responsibly embark on my next journey. That is really the essence, the quintessence of this card 
is there is a point, we have come to a point where it is time to recognize and show gratitude for how far we've come. We have finished all of the different stops along the map of the major arcana and we've made it here to the end. However, I say that with a little asterisk because there is more to come. But for now, there is celebration to be had. The world card shows a naked woman wrapped in a purple cloth dancing inside of a large laurel wreath. She looks behind her to the past while her body moves forward to the future. In her hands, there are two wands, uh, like the one that the magician is holding. It is a symbol that what was manifested with the magician card has now come to completion with this card, with the world card. The wreath is circular uh, or oval, which symbolizes a continual cycle of successful completion and new beginnings. Because as the woman steps through the wreath, she is completing one phase, but beginning another one almost right away. Around the wreath, there are four figures. Now, this is where we're going to start talking a little bit more about the zodiac. There is a lion, a bull, a cherub, and an eagle. Similar to those that are on the Wheel of Fortune, both the World Card and the Wheel of Fortune speak about a cyclical nature of life and progression through these cycles. The four figures represent the four fixed signs of the zodiac, which are Leo, fixed fire, Taurus, fixed earth, Aquarius, fixed air, and Scorpio, fixed water. They are symbolic of the four elements, the four suits of the tarot deck, the four compass points, the four seasons, and the four corners of the universe. They are here to guide you from one phase to the next, bringing balance and harmony to your journey. The world is the last card in the major arcana. And as such, it embodies the completion of a long, sometimes difficult journey. The world represents all elements coming together in order for us to receive the satisfaction and success for which we've been striving. This means going beyond getting maybe a car uh, something material that we've been manifesting or maybe a promotion at work. The world is an indication of such intoxicating success that we could win the lottery and give it all away because we've reached a level of joy so much higher and greater than the lottery. We've achieved enrichment and soul fulfillment, absolute contentment. The world is the last card and it has been renamed by various uh, deck creators as the universe or coming home. Uh, they name them these things instead of the world but really it is the culmination of the fool's journey. This is mankind's journey. The point at which the whole cycle begins again hopefully because the lessons have been learned but they need to be learned on another level so obviously it's a great card it's 
always a good card to come up. There's no negatives about the world. Um, it's actually often described as a bridge between human existence and spirituality. The fool has now encountered all of the archetypes and situations contained in the 21 major arcana cards. He has struggled to understand the lessons he needed to learn. Is he complete? Yes? Well, maybe. He can enjoy this temporary feeling of contentment, but he must know that the end of this journey signifies the beginning of the next journey. This current cycle has raised his understanding and he has reached a higher level of spirituality. And now he can begin again, facing the same challenges dressed up as new situations. In a spiritual context, the world signifies that you have come through the karmic lessons that you were given and you've learned from them. And now you understand yourself, your path, and where and how you fit into this world. This is bringing you the sense of spiritual fulfillment that you have longed for. You will find that you're very in tune with spirit and new planes are opening up to you. You may even feel compelled to go out into the world and share your knowledge and experience. The world card looks a lot like the Wheel of Fortune, although there's a lot less uh, kind of going on on the card image-wise. The same symbols of the zodiac appear in the corners of the card. Uh, however, the card center is oval rather than round, and the oval shape is very important as it represents uh, the shape that is formed when two circles are placed side by side intersecting each other as what happens during the stages of like a solar eclipse. So this shape in its simplest form is called the Vesica Pisces, which if you look up the Vesica Pisces, it is found all over in Christian symbolism. And it is actually a representation of uh, the female uh, Yoni, or her gateway to the cosmic universe that is between her legs. Uh, the Vesca Pisces is a representation of that. The mystical significance is also very interesting. The ancient Egyptians developed their sacred geometry around the Vesica Pisces, and the Freemasons also used it quite a bit. It is thought that one circle represents heaven, or God, and the other represents earth and man. The ellipse in the center is where the two meet, hence the idea of the world symbolizing a bridge between heaven and earth. Now, I'm going to talk a little bit more about the Yoni or the Vesica Pisces because it's a big part of this card and uh, it symbolizes the Great Mother, the gateway through which everything is born and it is also the doorway to the next life after death it is indicative of a complete circle the dancer has one leg crossed over the other just like the hanged man 
And she is, in, sense, in a sense, the opposite of the hanged man card because she's standing up, and remember, he's hanging upside down. The hanged man saw infinitely inward. He sacrificed his position, his footing, to gain that inward knowledge. And the dancer, the person in the middle of this world card, she sees infinitely outward. And I think that's really cool to think about because this card is called the world and everything that makes up our physical world. And the dancer is seeing herself, or the dancer or the fool or the spiritual aspirant, the person who's reached this level of spiritual development, sees themselves in everything. Again, it's that unity consciousness. The dancer is also the opposite of the wheel card. The wheel goes up and down like a Ferris wheel, which means that those on it feel like they get moved to higher or lower positions, or they're lucky or unlucky. But the world, by comparison, goes around and around like a carousel. This means that whatever corner of the universe a person gets sent to, it seems equally wonderful and interesting. So there's no promotion or demotion like in the wheel. With the world, there are no zeniths, no high points. Each corner is different, but they are all similarly important. Thus, the world card is first about completion and competency. The querent or the person you're doing the reading for may have come to the end of a long-term project or graduated from a field of study. There is a feeling that they have hit all of the points of the circle and there will be well-earned praise, celebration, and success. To encounter the world in your cards is to encounter a sense of great unity and wholeness. It symbolizes the moment when the inner and the outer worlds, self and other, become a single entity. In some traditions, this state of consciousness is described as enlightenment or nirvana. There is a recognition that the individual self is profoundly linked to all other things and that we all dance and sway to the flow of life in one rhythm. And in this state or from this perspective, not only do you hear the rhythm, but you are participating in it, following it. Uh, through and through. When the world card appears in a tarot reading, you are glowing with a sense of wholeness, achievement, fulfillment, and completion. A long-term project, a period of study, a relationship, or a career, something or all of these things have come full circle, and you are now reveling in the sense of closure an accomplishment. This card could represent graduation, a marriage, the birth of a child, or achieving a long-held dream or aspiration. You have finally accomplished your goal or purpose. Everything has come together and you're in the right place. You're doing the right thing and achieving what you have envisioned. You feel whole and complete. And now the world card invites you to reflect on your journey honor your achievements, and tune into your spiritual lessons. Celebrate your successes and bask in the joy of having brought your goals to fruition. 
all of the triumphs and tribulations along your path have made you into a strong, wise, and more experienced person, expressing gratitude for what you have created and harvested is key now. And making sure that you don't rush into the next big project. Celebrating your journey will actually set you up for success when you're ready for the next challenge. And if you have not quite reached the point of celebration yet, just know that you are very close and you may still need an added level of understanding to graduate to a higher level and enjoy the full uh, success. But looking back on your past experiences and acknowledging how far you have come and what you have learned along the way, well, it may surprise you to look back and see just how much you have achieved. The reflection may also be just what you need to bring your project into its final stages. And I wanted to talk about a few more of the actual symbols on this card. Uh, the Lemnesket. So the Lemnesket is a fancy name uh, for the infinity symbol. Uh, it symbolizes the endless, infinite nature of energy. It symbolizes the knowledge that energy cannot be created nor destroyed. It just is. This symbol on this card refers to the infinite nature of humanity. We are forever immortal. And our spirit only progresses into ever increasingly higher levels of transformation. It is also an emblem referring to the infinite nature of our thoughts and what we think leaves an impression on the universe. We are all connected and we are all infinite. Now the wreath in the center uh, that is shaped as the Vesica Pisces, which we talked about a little bit. But this is a laurel wreath. And I love laurels because they're deeply rooted in Greek mythology. And the laurel wreath has been a symbol of victory since the first ancient games were on Mount Olympus, where the victor was given a crown made of laurel leaves. A sweet-smelling laurel is also a symbol of protection, peace, and purification. And of course, it is associated with the god Apollo, who is the Greek god of the sun. It is a message that the favor of the gods is upon us and that we shall be the victor in this stage of our life. When the world card shows up in a reading, it is always positive the querent is going to experience success, achievement, fulfillment, the end of a difficult time, celebration, rebirth, an actual birth possibly, uh, being in the right place at the right time, deep satisfaction, a sense of homecoming, and the attainment of a goal or a dream. All of these things and more. Perhaps if uh, the querent looks a little bit uh, starstruck, maybe when you tell them the meaning of this card, you can get them or encourage them to look back and see if the card means that they have reached a succession of smaller goals or have overcome a number of smaller issues. And they might suddenly realize how far they have come during the past year or even the past five years or the past decade. When we are contemplating the meaning of the world card, uh, 
These are some questions we can ask ourselves. What is my ultimate desire? Do I believe that now is my time for glory? Am I ready to accept my highest achievement? How will I receive the accolades for my hard work? Do I have faith that all things are coming together for my highest and best good? I love that last one. And I wanted to also make this clear. We need to be cooperative components for our, for our own desires. Sometimes all of the cooperative components for everything that we want, the job we want, the relationship that we want, um, the places we want to live, the things we want to study, the friends we want to have, they're all floating around us just right out of our line of sight. And this is very real because if we are not a cooperative component to those desires coming to us, they remain on the outskirts, on our peripherals. They don't remain in our immediate experience. The only way to get those things into our immediate experience is to become a cooperative component to them. And how do we do that? By introducing the vibration of abundance. By bringing up our mindset and leveling up our mindset so that we become an energetic match to all those things that we want. And then it's like, it's like magic. It floats and flows into our experience almost effortlessly because the work spiritually, um, isn't really to make anything happen. It's to do all the, the work within yourself so that it just flows with ease and it's just the next logical step. Okay, guys. So very unceremoniously, I'm about to end this podcast. This is the last episode of my first ever series um, on this podcast. And I really appreciate it that you guys stick with me. This has been really fun. I, um, I now have a more full understanding of these 22 cards. And I hope you do as well. If you have any suggestions for me as far as future podcast episodes, it does not have to be about tarot. In fact, I think I'm going to um, maybe move on from tarot for now. There is still so much to talk about, but I want to talk about a little bit more uh, abstract concepts and things that I can really flow from, connect and flow from that don't have to be based on, uh, you know, symbolism that has been attributed or uh, conceptualized by other people, uh, more things from my own mind and ideas from my own uh, experiences. So I hope you guys have a lovely rest of the day and uh, we will talk next week. Bye.